My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! You are by far the most excruciating, difficult, stubbornly obnoxious woman I've ever met in my entire life. I fucking love you. Oh, he's so sensitive. He's romantic. Betty sweet, right? Well, I mean, yeah. When he's not being an emotional fucking terrorist. Oh. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Pop Poor Review, the movie podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hello. And let me just get the elephant out of the room here. Um, or is that the term? Is that how you say no, it? No, it's not. It's let's discuss the elephant in the room, not let's get Thank that you. elephant in the room out of here. <laughs> of course you should get the elephant out of the room. Um, if we sound a little shitty today, it's because um, we had some technical difficulties right before going on. Uh, we literally plugged in our soundboard and it started smoking. So we are now over Zoom with our headphone earphones. So we apologize, but you came for the content, not the sound. So we're going to move on. Today, we are talking about Malcolm and Marie, the Netflix. Uh, you no, know, like we, we're talking about Malcolm and Marie, which was shot during COVID and we're on Zoom during COVID. It's it just, it's worked out fine. It started smoking for a reason, our soundboard. Did, Zend- did Zendaya like do this purposely? Did she sneak into my house and do this? Maybe yeah, every, they were just like, they had a third sense and a sixth sense and they were just like, these people are talking about our movie. Let's fuck up their soundboard. <laughs> um, let me just give a quick summary. It is a filmmaker and his girlfriend return home following a celebratory movie premiere as he awaits what's sure to be intimate, critical, and financial success. The evening suddenly takes a turn as revelations about their relationships begin to surface, testing the strengths of their love. And the critics on Rotten Tomatoes is 58% audience is 76 percent um before we get into the drink really quick did you guys like it yes or no yeah no <laughs> okay i knew this was gonna be i really enjoyed it kelly really hated it and matt's just gonna be like yeah it was good i yeah. did not enjoy this movie at all the the the, uh, the critic score went down it was it was at least fresh when i saw it last no it was, it was 60 that, that's night. still fresh well yesterday morning was when i looked well thank god it's no longer fresh <laughs> well it's it's a mixed bag for me, but it's on the top ten of Netflix as of right now. It was number everything three, that, I believe. Everything that gets released on Netflix ends up in the top ten as soon as it's released. Let's Except be honest. Except for Mank. Except for and Mank. Trial was Trial in top ten. Yes, that did get into the top ten. Yeah, but, but Mank did, they didn't do any like ad type of advertising for it. To be quite honest, like even when you opened to Netflix, it wasn't like Mank. Like that is trial. true. Trial of the Chicago 7 was like, Trial of the Chicago 7, Trial of the Chicago 7. Like, it was the first thing that popped up when Mank came out. I didn't even know it was on Netflix and came out until you told me. Has anyone actually looked at the top 10 this week uh, on Netflix? It's some weird stuff on there. It's like, okay, there's Firefly oh, Lane, Hannah. Firefly Lane. <laughs> there's um, Bridgerton, Malcolm Marie. Then there's All About the Benjamins is number four with Ice Cube. Um, then there's Coco Melon, uh, number Coco five. Coco Melon has been on there for so long. Has it really? Yeah. yeah. Then, then there's um, Maria Posa de Barro, the series. I don't know what that is. Does anyone else know that? Nope. Then there's Go Dogs Go. Then there's Finding Ohana. Then there's The Dig. And then there's a Nickelodeon show called, I think, like Henry Danger. I'm like, this is definitely January or February because we're in some weird like top tens right now on Netflix. Everyone's like running out of shit to watch pretty much. Yeah, literally. There's literally nothing left to watch. But <laughs> before we get into 
Falcon Marie. Let me say the drink. It is called Love Story. It is tequila, ginger beer, lime juice, and seltzer. It was like a Mexican mule. It was good. Okay. <laughs> Didn't sound that nice. <laughs> well, if you like, do you like Moscow mules? I don't know. I've never had one. Oh. Angie, my roommate, bought um Moscow Moscow mule flavored scented, not flavored, scented soap and a candle, and it smells nice. But um, let's get into the movie. Jimmy, I want to. Um, should I? Should we start with the bad one, the people, person who likes it the worst, or the person that doesn't like it, or the person that does like it? How do we start this? Which way do you want to go from? And work I feel like way? Jimmy should go first. You talk first, because you're in the middle. Okay, I thought, I thought this would have been an amazing short film, after about twenty minutes, and then the twenty minute mark happened, and literally it was like they're fighting, they're making. I get, I get the purpose of the movie. It was like a real time like fight, but they're fighting. Then they kiss a lot. Then they make up. Then they're fighting. Then they kiss a lot. Then they make up. Then they're fighting. Then they almost have sex with kissing, a lot of kissing. Then they make up. And I, I was like, okay, I get it. I, I, I get it. But like, it was like after 20 minutes, I was like, you're dragging me out here. And it was only an hour and 40 minutes, an hour and 46 minutes. But I thought the acting was Oscar worthy. I thought the two of them were incredible. The chemistry they, they had was great. And that was what I have on the overall movie. So... Jimmy, what did you like about it since you really like this movie? Almost, this is almost your top five movie of the year, isn't that? Or of Oscar season? It's up there. I don't Why know exactly like? where, though. Um, <laughs> Kelly's face is so surprised. No one can see yeah. it. Uh, the acting was amazing. Zendaya deserves that Oscar nomination. Um, isn't it Zendaya? Is it Zendaya or Zendaya? I'd say Zendaya. Uh, Zendaya. Okay. okay. Zendaya. Uh, Oscar nomination. Uh, the screenplay I thought was excellent. I love movies where it's just constant talking for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, the cinematography was beautiful. The There were scenes I actually laughed out loud at one point because of the dialogue mm-hmm. when she was like, are you really not going to get up and talk to me because you're eating fucking macaroni and cheese? I was like dying. Uh, I just thought just everything. I, I just thought it was just a great movie overall. I I enjoy those movies where it's just two people. It's in a room. See, but like, don't. But you think you didn't think it got repetitive at all? No, because I just feel like yeah, some scene there was it was like a great scene, and then it would lull, and then it would be like a great scene from the other person, and then it would lull, and then there'd be like a great scene together, and then I was like, uh, if you put all the great scenes together. Once again, like I said, it would be a great short film. And I get it. The dialogue was great for those great moments. But like for the points that lulled, they weren't as great. I have to agree with Matt. That was one of the things that I really did not enjoy about this movie. I have no problems with movies that are just pretty much purely monologue by each character. I have no issues with that. But the problem is, is that the premise of this movie was dragged out for way too long, like Matt said. I was fine with the very beginning, the first like 20 minutes. I was like, okay, I'm kind of into this. But then it got so repetitive that I lost so much interest in the movie and I wanted it to be over. Cause it was just like Matt said, it was like, they fought, they had great monologues. I enjoyed it. Then they kissed, kind of made up and I'm like, okay, cool. But then like four seconds later, they fought again. And then it was another 20, 20 minutes to a half hour of them arguing and then they made up again almost have sex and then they're like nope we're gonna go back and fight again and then the final fight the final fight once again is circles all the way back to the very first fight again about him not mentioning her in his thank you speech and i was like are you fucking kidding me two 
I think Zendaya did a great job. I think she did her acting wise. I actually think she was phenomenal. I don't think she deserves an Oscar nomination, but she does deserve to be recognized. Um, John David Washington, I thought, I thought honestly was terrible in this movie. I thought he was absolutely terrible. I thought he overacted way too much in this movie. The entire movie, he spent the entire movie just screaming and talking about political allegory and like politicizing everything. And just like talking about generally what, you know, is going on about the media, about, um, you know, just talking about race or touching upon everything. And he's just screaming about it the entire time. And I was like, you are really, really like, this is the type of movie that you make and you act in because you're reaching for an Oscar nomination. I felt nothing for him at all. I was just like, you are overacting. Zendaya, she was very natural and like very realistic. Him, I was just like, are you serious? Like, no, I don't, I can't see a normal person acting like this. I really can't. Like you're just screaming the entire time and talking about trying to have like really intelligent type of argument. And I'm just like, no, this isn't like, stop it. Like, Stop. Like, no, I don't think you deserve an Oscar nomination. I think you're overacting way too fucking much. I, I, yes, I will agree at some points he did ham it up a little bit uh, in moments, but I thought, like, his his good outweighed his bad. Zendaya, I don't think over. I don't think she hammed it up. She actually, like, was very... Sub, Natural. Um, sub- yeah, almost like... Subtle. like Her subtleness was more powerful yeah. than, like, just going all out. Him, I just felt he handed up way too much like the scenes where he's like playing with music and he's just like grooving along to it like overdoing it and I'm just like you're just overdoing it you're overdoing it and it's not nuanced in any way like Joaquin Phoenix was doing that dance as Joker and stuff where he would dance but I'm just like I don't even find that overacting at all I still find it nuanced John David Washington it was just doing it too much I'm like you just want an Oscar nomination at this point I don't like I just feel like you're trying way too hard now, now that we're speaking about like the two of them and stuff, did anyone have a problem? Because I didn't at all. I didn't at least. Uh, did anyone have a problem with the age difference? Because that's a big thing going on. No. They, I, in the beginning, there the was like one. There was like one scene where he's like under her dress, like biting her ass, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Wait, she's like in her like mid twenties." I'm like, "Whatever, I'm over it. It's fine." Yeah, it, it was, was like, like a split begin- second, and I was just like, oh, and I was like, oh, wait, no, she's not like a little girl from Disney anymore, even though, like, it was, she looks younger in Spider in the Spider-Man movies, and that's pretty much all I've seen her in, that and whatever she was showman. on. Yeah, but I, she was actually looks older than she does as MJ in Spider-Man, so I, I mean. No, she did say that. She was like, I, I've been, I've been playing a 16-year-old since I was 16, so, like, people don't know I grow up, but, like, the first, like, five minutes, it, it took me a second, but then once they kind of like back and forth with each other i was like oh, okay cool like the chemistry is real good there so like i can see it and also like the way they shot her was like she looked so much more like mature than though this is the way she acted and, like once again like her acting like she just acted old older and i was like well she that's like okay age. she acted her yeah, age. i thought she acted actually a little bit older actually i thought I, I thought they were like almost like she acted in her like she's like in her early 20s like her late 20s yeah, but that's like a testament to her. That's why I said her acting was very good. Her acting, like she was the best part. And then, like I said, I couldn't deal with John David Washington, but Zendaya was excellent in this movie. I don't think it's Oscar nominated. I don't think it's Oscar nomination worthy, mm-hmm. but I do think it was very good. But because uh, I think that like what Matt was me and I agreed on, I think that the material from after the first 20 minutes, just like it wasn't enough. Like there wasn't enough. It was just a re- repeat of everything. Also, did anyone else find the mac and cheese she made like really gross? 
Oh, that looks oh, I, so good. I think mac and cheese in general is really gross. That's another reason. John David Washington, he was overacting eating mac and cheese. Like, no one stabs the the bowl that much. <laughs> no, he, he was, was also, bowl. I think, like, gagging. Uh, like, he was like, I was like, is he going to choke? He needs to slow it down a little bit. Like, he was, the way he was eating it, he was like, you know, Murray, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why are you emphasizing how much you were eating this macaroni and cheese? Like, you're just stabbing at it and you're just shoving it in your mouth and you're just trying to talk. And that's when I was just like, he's overdoing it. He needs to calm the fuck down. Well, well back to the mac and cheese part. Like, I think it might've been the black and white because I shot on black and white. Like, I don't know if it's just cause it looked like one pile of like white glue pretty much. There was no color to it. So it didn't look apt. I was like this, they're, they're like filming the scene to make it like almost like a little like cooking scene. And I'm like, this all looks disgusting. I was like, it looks like one pile like throw up into a bowl. I was like, okay. Obviously, it was gross. Also, how late do you think they stayed up till? How long do you think this in real... Was this supposed to be like an hour and 40 minutes in real time? Or... I think 3 a.m. Yeah, like 3 or 4. 3 a.m. Because I, I mean, I, they, they were a couple times the time. And I was like... They were waiting for like the reviews to come in. So mm-hmm. if they got home, I doubt that that writer wrote that review in like 20 minutes. I guess that's true. Yeah. I also like... You can kind of tell they had like limitations to this movie. Like, you can tell, even if I didn't know it was filmed during COVID, like, you can just tell, like, like since they couldn't leave the house, it was just very, like, it wanted to go maybe, like, butting out of the house just a little bit, but it couldn't because, like, literally they couldn't do that. But, like, I felt like if this if the, if this was filmed during normal times, I might have liked it. I liked it, but I liked it, like, even more. I would like the actual story of it more. I think because mm. it was so contained, this story... It just kept repeating itself. That's why, because it was just so contained. It felt like a bottle episode. Part of it, though, I felt like regardless of whether COVID or not, I felt like that was um, purposely that they did it that way because you know they're in a toxic, not in a toxic relationship, but they're in an argument, an argument Mm -hmm. that neither of them want to leave. So even though you want to spread out the the viewing, like go outside and like kind of get a Mm -hmm. breath of fresh air. It's not letting you in it because it's like, no, they're still fighting. So you got to be stuck in here with them. Yeah, that's true. It's like a pressure cooker. Yeah, exactly. The house acting like a pressure cooker. Okay, I get get that, I guess. Um, Jimmy, did you... Sorry, go. No, no, no. I was just saying, yeah, that's like, I think that was regardless of whether it was COVID that that, it was going to feel that way. Jimmy, watching this movie, I was like, I love the way they did the cinematography because like the house lent itself to it. Now... I know it's okay. not anywhere near Parasite. House. Uh, can I can I like, tell you? Can I, I tell you? I was Parasite the entire time. <laughs> I was watching this and I was like, "Oh, that house is like the Parasite house. Best production design. That's it. We're done." <laughs> like all the, window- all the windows and the bar and the bathroom and the bedroom and the kitchen. I was like, "Oh, this is a beautiful house." <laughs> it was like in the middle of nowhere too. I, I liked like the seclusion of it as well because it was all like open windows and stuff. Yeah, well, and like when he opened the back door, like the whole wall, like it was like the entire yeah. house just like opened up. I love up. that. I love that. No, because literally in my notes I say, ask Jimmy if the house was as noteworthy because he freaked out from the house from Parasite. That's literally what I wrote because I was like, I have to ask Jimmy because he like literally almost like threw a table when Parasite didn't win Best Production Design. Well, it should have won Best Production Design. No, I know, but Jimmy was on like another level for it. I know, he was like, it was an architectural digest. <laughs> Are you serious? But, um, okay, so once another scene, one scene that I was just like, is this necessary was the scene after she took her bath and she went outside. I was just like, 
does she really do they really have does she do they really have to show the cold nipples scene like i was like this is so prominent right now i was like this now, is not necessary don't you you cannot tell me you didn't notice no no, no 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 <laughs> i i would I, I was saying i'm like could that be then later on when they're talking about the film he did the one character imani is is nude at one point and how if a woman had directed it would would they not have done that and since it's directed by a man who has created euphoria which is just all nudity like yeah, could that have been can that have been a a like could that have been like another talking point could that have been like a little meta thing like did she need to literally be wearing just like a wife beater and go outside into the cold and then her nipples would have been like there but it's not just one scene. Like the whole, she wore that outfit for the rest of like the last. No, it was not. It was not as as noticeable. Because she was in. Scene. Yeah, because they were inside. It was like when that yeah. scene. It was just like, like I'm not trying to say like anything about, it, but it's just like, is that necessary? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I why couldn't like, she wear like an old 1950s nightgown? <laughs> you know, that's what her character seemed like. Actually, a very. Oh, she had a kimono on at one point. It was in like a, or it was just like a robe. She had a robe on, yeah. Yeah, she had a robe on. Why didn't you put the robe on when you went outside? <laughs> you know what's funny? When that scene happened, when she like comes out and like she's like, I- I'm not clean. I need that. She grabs the knife. She's like, I'm not clean. I need the drugs. I was like, this movie's about to take a really weird turn that it does not need. And I was well, like, I was and saying I'm, that too. I was like, please no. I was like, don't do this. I was like, I'm already not super happy with this if this happens. <laughs> I'm just gonna like, and because when I saw the other things that this Sam Levinson director has directed, I was just like, please fucking no. Because he has done Euphoria, but do you know what other movie he did? And Jimmy knows what movie it is too. What? Assassination Nation. Ah, yes. I did actually look that that up. Uh, we watched it at your place. Yeah, we watched it. It's with uh, 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 Suki Waterhouse. Suki, I was going to say Suki Stackhouse, but that's, tr- that's true blood. blood. Suki Waterhouse. Yeah. Um, Bella Thorne is in it. Joe McHale is in it. Like, those are the two bigger people. It's like something like something happens online and everyone's like messages gets out and it starts this like purge like mentality in the town. Yeah, and it focuses oh, on, like, I, I, four girls, and it's, like, it's a terrible movie, to be honest. Like, I thought it was going to be really cool and really kind of, like, meta, and then we watched it, and I was like, what the fuck is this movie about? Like, what is happening? And it's, like, it wasn't entertaining in the least. I just saw the poster. It looks familiar, but was I there when you guys watched it? Because I don't remember watching Yeah, it. I think you were. You were, but oh, okay. I don't think you watched it with us. Okay, Maybe you had to go to work. Okay, that makes more sense. Because I was, like, I, I don't... I don't remember. I see the poster. I was like, I don't remember anything about this movie, but maybe it was just that bad. I don't know. It's it's on Hulu, so go watch it on Hulu. How did you say that? Hulu. <laughs> That's how Anne Dowd says it. That's how Anne Dowd says it, so we have to say it like that. Okay. But, Wait, yeah, that wasn't a great Ke- movie. Kelly, you're the only one that's seen Euphoria, right? Jimmy, you didn't see it, right? I haven't yeah. watched it. I want to watch it, but I haven't. Is this, like, is Euphoria similar in the way where it's, like, no. the story's dragged on or no? No. Okay. Euphoria Did you like is, Euphoria? Not really, to be honest. I watched the whole thing, but I didn't watch it. Like, I fast forward through a good chunk of it because there's just, like, a lot of dicks. It's, like, a lot of dicks and just, like, unnecessary. It's, like, basically Gen Zers to the max. Like, <laughs> how extreme can you make Gen Zers go? You can make it go this extreme. There is one character. Like, she's the only reason why I was – I kept watching the show. Um mm-hmm. 
and that's a character of Jules, who's um, mm-hmm. the trans character on the show. She has a very interesting story arc, and she's the only reason I kept watching it. So you might like the one a- mini series, that little movie they made on her. I haven't gotten to that, but yeah, like that was the only thing that really kept me like kind of interested in it. The rest of it, I didn't care for in the least because it's just straight up like how extreme can you, like Gen Zer tendencies to the most extreme you can go. I just remember mm-hmm. you were watching it and you were like, I hate this show, but I'm going to keep watching it. And I was like, why? I was like, I can't stop. I don't know why, but I hate it. I hate everyone on this show. I, I fast forward through a good majority of the show because of, because I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, I really only wanted to watch Jules stuff. And then Zendaya's character is pretty, she's okay, but it's just like, I don't know. Like I didn't find it that compelling. I just was like, this is too extreme. Like this isn't remotely realistic in the least <laughs> But like, if you saw, if you like, when you watched Malcolm and Murray, like, were you it able to no, tell it was it like? It has no tones. Okay. I would unless I, before I looked it up, I would have never guessed that that's the person who did Euphoria. Okay. I think What's the only read the Sam only Sam Levinson. Sam Levinson. I think the only reason why there's a connection is just Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is like the way this movie is completely different. Like Assassination Nation and Euphoria, I can see the connection, but this movie is a totally different tone and i applaud him for that because it was good the first 20 minutes it would have been a great short film like you said but yeah. as a full-length feature film it it fell short if i like feel like forgot what to, else to do for the rest of the movie they're like let's just bring in more more social political stuff and then just at, like get back to our relationship again I feel like though, if this was a short and they had like Zendaya and um, John David Williams, oh no, what's it? John David Washington. Washington. I feel like if they made a short about this, still, I feel like Netflix would have picked, brought it, the rights to it, because I feel like this is it's two big, two big rising stars, and like I feel like it was like, and it could have got Oscars actually if it was a short, possibly. Sam Levinson's father is a big time director, like an Academy Award winning director. He has done a lot of work though. Uh, Barry Levinson is that was just yeah Barry Levinson he won the Academy Award for Rain Man he did Diner Good Morning Vietnam The Natural oh, wow. Bugsy Wag the Dog so I mean he's a pretty big um, big thing and I think that his son is going in the opposite direction he hasn't done a lot if you look at his, at his filmography he has a very very small filmography like not just film just television too like Mm-hmm. He, he hasn't been that active, to be honest. No, I think well, uh, Euphoria is kind of what got him on the map. Yeah, because like Assassination Nation was a complete and utter failure, to be honest, I think. Yeah, it, also, it has a big cult following, but other than that, it's... But that makes sense, though, though, for him to go in the opposite direction, because he probably doesn't want to be in like his father's footsteps. He probably wants to yeah, be like, but... the complete opposite of what his father did. Yeah. I just and think I... that this movie was try-hard, to be honest. I think it was a try-hard, too much of an attempt. I like the cinematography, but I just think that, like, it was trying too hard to be, like, I want to be recognized. I was like, so what is the purpose of this movie? Well, it's funny, because I, I, I found some, like, fun facts about it. I'll just say them now. But, like, apparently, because they were shut down from COVID um, from Euf- on Euphoria, like, Zendaya and Sam Levinson wanted to do something during the pandemic and wanted to make something. So, like, he pitched her a bunch of stuff, and they almost made a thriller, which I was like, I feel like that could have been interesting. I don't know what it would have been about, but that may have been had more of a story to it more than just like the like a more of a dialogue uh driven story or driven movie but um 
then they then they came up with uh, this idea and they didn't do it. But they only filmed this in 17 days, which I thought was interesting. They had like I think 10 or only 10 people at a time could be there. Uh, they had to be their own like co- like makeup and wardrobe wardrobe, and they had all these safety protocols. And I was like, it also could have been because like, they filmed it so fast too. Why it just felt a little rushed, maybe. Well, I don't think I think it, the 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 bulk of the film is the screenplay, not really the filming. Without that screenplay, you really wouldn't have had it because it's so dialogue driven and it's so like it's the acting and the and the um um and the the screenplay. So like if if they would have just rehearsed it, the two of them together, that's all you need. It's just the mm-hmm. rehearsing and getting into the characters. If they, once they got that, I think it pretty would have went pretty fast. I mean, they could have probably done that too, because I think they said they all quarantined before shooting this, because they were like, because it filmed during like the height of the pandemic, right? June and July were like the height, right? Yeah. Yeah, in yeah. California, it wasn't where wasn't we are. It, it wasn't as bad. We we got a little reprieve there, but but yeah. But at like, the same time, the the screenplay, yes, the dialogue is great at some points, but at the same time, it kind of falls into the thing with the movie. It's like the di- the screenplay is great up until it lows, and then it gets great, and then it lows. So it's like I can't say it has a great screenplay because. It was boring at some points. That's the only thing. Now, oh, yeah. what? do you think the critic score is so low because pretty much they just shit on critics the entire time? Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, the whole time. He's calling the LA reporter, the LA Times reporter, like this idiot who doesn't yeah. know what she's talking about. I want to see what the LA Times gave this. But I also agree with most of the critics that I was like, this is trying way too hard. Would like? Do you think this deserves to be fresh at all, Kelly, or no? It deserves to be rotten. I'm rotten. Tomatoes. I think it just. I think the score it has right now is fine. Like at 58. Okay. I don't like. It's a middling type of movie for me. Like I enjoyed the. I like enjoyed the premise. I enjoyed the black and white. I enjoyed the cinematography. I like the visuals, but I think the screenplay. And I only. I only like Zendaya. I don't. I didn't like John David Washington at all. Mm-hmm. Like the dialogue was okay, but then it was like, what you said, it's repetitive over and over again. We're talking about the same thing. And it's just like, it gets to the point where you just get exhausted about it. Before Jimmy reads it, I, but like, I get that. But like at the same time, it was repetitive, but it had, did you think it had great moments or you weren't really as wild maybe as me or Jimmy was with some of the moments? The, no, there was the only moment that I found super duper powerful was the scene where Zendaya had the knife. And I thought that she was going to do something because I didn't mm-hmm. know she was acting. I thought that was brilliant. I loved that. But other than that, I did not care because I felt like John David Washington was trying to outshine Zendaya in this entire movie. Like, I thought the scene with the knife was great. The scene where she's saying, like, this is why you should thank me at the kind of at the end. And then the scene where he, where you don't like the scene, but the scene where he's kind of having an argument with himself about the review that she wrote. I thought that was great for him, to me at least. I mean, it's okay. I just felt like he was trying to overact and outshine her at some points. Like, it was like she had great moments in her nuanced performance. Mm -hmm. And then he was just like, oh, she did great. Let me go even harder. And it was just him shouting, like, Mm -hmm. for so long. And let's be honest, if a couple is fighting, they're not going to let the other person monologue for like 20 minutes without cutting in at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, the only reason I think I think she found that entertaining, that's why she's let it go on in that scene, at least. Jimmy, what, what did the LA Times give it? So the title is, it says, Zendaya, Zendaya is great. The rest of Malcolm and Marie, not so much. There's not a, there's not a rating, but the final mm-hmm. thing is, 
Uh, this the final paragraph is, which is not to suggest that Malcolm speaks for his maker alone. At one point, he tells Marie, "None of this shit is necessary." And then it goes, "The L.A. Times critic agrees." <laughs> so the L.A. Times did not like this film. I have to read the full article, but I have a feeling that like that really pissed off the, the L.A. Times. <laughs> well, yeah, I can. I mean, I don't think it would have been that much. I don't think the rating would have gone like past like maybe like a seventy, even if the if they didn't shit on critics. But like, I wonder. I, that makes me think. I wonder maybe if that had influence. He was shitting on critics, but the thing is, the yeah. diet kept repeating this. She was like, "But it's a good review. Like you're mm-hmm. nitpicking. Like it's it, in overall a good review. Why yeah, like you." Take it for what it is. Like the LA, like the woman gave it, she said it was a cinematic tour de force. And like he's like the next great Spike, was it the next great Spike Lee, Barry Jenkins? Yeah. But yeah. then when he was like William Wilder, and I was like, oh, and then she goes, who's William Wilder? I was like, how are you a film critic and don't know who William Wilder is? So that's mm-hmm. that's just embarrassing right there. That's why they, you know what, that's why they didn't like it because they're like, how dare you think LA Times does not know who William Wilder is? No, that was in Die who didn't know it was. No, they, she also said that uh, John David Washington the, said The that. critic didn't know. Oh, and then yeah. She, and then she realized, oh, he's white. And then she goes, oh, whoopsies, that's kind of racist. It's like yeah. that whole thing. But when he did his like, so in, like, like so-called white voice, I was like, oh, Black Klansman. Can we just, can he come back to that? But that's what I'm saying. Like, I've seen him in so, I've seen him in other things like Tenet and stuff. And he did so well in those movies. And this one, I was just like, it's like in my mind it's like he knew that it was like one of those these type of indie type movies that can get a lot of recognition and i felt like he just went overboard like overboard like you know denzel does type of that things i guess fences is probably the most recent type of dialogue heavy movie he's done right fences not not the little things that was a dialogue every movie. Let us not talk about the, the little things. <laughs> the <laughs> Golden so... Globe and SAG nominated the little things. I can't believe That's crazy. That is crazy. Oh my God. I actually wish that we had done that movie only because I did not like Malcolm and Marie so much. <laughs> only because it could um, be, uh, be a complete another shit fest. <laughs> but I, will, I want to quick say my last fun fact about this. I didn't realize the budget was like 2.5, I think I found, and they bought it for $30 million. And they outbid HBO, A24, and Searchlights. I, can, I, I think HBO was like, we need it on HBO Max. We can put it right next to Euphoria. It'd be perfect. People will see it and be like, oh, it's like the same. Let's just go from one to the other. But now, I, if, I don't this know. Was, if this was an A24 movie, I can tell you right now, the critics would have loved it. <laughs> really? Even the, if it was just the, A24? You, you put A24 in front of a movie and it's people are like, this is cinema. Yes, all A24 movies that Jimmy has seen, he has loved. <laughs> but, yeah, so this would have been, like, if it was A24, people would have been like, this is just a masterpiece. A24 has done it again. Now I'm I curious. Know, I just thought happened. it was too long. I just thought this movie was too long and too, many, too much of the same stuff over and over again. Jimmy, you know what that means. It's time to rate it. Get out your calculator. Matt? Uh, I will give it a 7. Kelly? I'll give it a 4. I'll give it a nine. Whoa, really? It's the devil's number, six, 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 six. <laughs> devil's advocate. Oh, God. I want to quick ask a question. Since SAG and Golden Globes came out, what was your favorite thing that got nominated? My yeah. big surprise was all the promising young woman love. I was actually a little shocked that it got best got director. Yeah, I did not think that Golden Globes were going to nominate three female directors, and they did, so I'm happy. Let's see if Even any of them win. <laughs> 
No, I actually sure. think David Finch is going to win, but... I don't know, because Mank hasn't won that much. But no, I was surprised it was snubbed the best cast in the SAG, Promise the Young Woman. Yes, I'm I'm a little surprised mm. that the, the acting from all One Night in Miami, all that love. Oh, I, that was... A, that was I didn't acting. care for One Night in Miami. I mean, I, I can understand why the entire cast of Promising Young Woman didn't really get nominated. If you really think about it, it's really just Carrie Mulligan minus like little scenes here, minus like Connie Britton's amazing performance and Alfred Molina. But it's not really a, I feel like the cast, it's not really a cast heavy movie. I guess if you, if you get what I mean, like it's just Carrie Mulligan carrying the entire movie, to be honest. I think no, Will Burnham was great, was great in that film. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think it, like, I don't think the entire cast deserved any. Like, I don't think it was, like, they did enough to garner a cast recognition. I felt like it was just solely Carrie Mulligan. And that's why I'm just, like, she deserves to win because she, like, carried this entire fucking movie by herself. And, like, I could care less if anyone else was in this movie. She was so good. And I'm not even a big Carrie Mulligan fan. Yes, and she she did carry the movie, but, like, there, everyone, like, I thought just, like, enhanced the movie. Like, she carried it, but every, there was no one that, like, was like, eh, that didn't feel right in that movie. But, like, yeah, they but all just like, were, like, Yeah, anyone could have played their roles. That's what I'm saying. Another, another, another issue I have, where the hell is Delroy Lindo? Yes. Oh, my God, why isn't the, the Five Bloods got, like, no love? I know. Sag, it got more of SAG love than Golden Globe. But Delroy Lindo was so good. That's why, I, like, when we talked about it, like, a while ago, I was like, I'm, everyone's going to forget about this movie. See, yeah. but I think it's going to be, a, like, Melissa McCarthy. Because I think both times she's gotten nominated Melissa McCarthy, it was, she didn't get Golden Globe or SAG, and then she got the Oscar. So I think it's going to be like a, oh, no, he's not going to get it, and then he's going to get it in, in the end. Yeah, that's so The little things is confusing. I'm like, I want to watch it just to be like, is it really even worthy of a, a, a nomination for him? I'll tell you right now. No. Jimmy, what but, do you um, think? I know what? you said Jared Leto's the best part of the little things, but... He is the best part. Do I think he should have been nominated? No. But he... Literally, that movie was trying to be seven, and it just didn't. The bar is so low for that movie. They is thought it? they were going to be the next seven, and I was like, you're not. Like, Jared Leto, like, was he was excellent, but he wasn't nomination- if that's not Oscar worthy right there. This is one of those movies that where they were like this this cast is so stacked that it has to do well. And it was like, no, definitely no. But at the same time, like if he does get an Oscar nomination, I, I mean like I'm, I'm not surprised because the Oscar does like stupid stuff like that. If he gets an Oscar nomination, then like this is just gonna be the worst Oscars ever. Like I don't I even care if he wins. Like there's But also like this movie, The Little Things is very bad. It's so bad. But the bad. movie is winning because it's on, it's like, uh, it, it got the Oscar animation. It's on their streaming thing and also was number one in the theaters. I mean, yes, it's not a lot of money it made number one, but like streaming, it was streaming and number one, which is like probably what they wanted in the first place anyway. So like, they're like, they're happy releasing all their movies simultaneously, probably. Well, because people are going to go see it because they want to see Denzel like, and that people like people like the actors like jenny our friend jenny she wanted to see it and that's like mm-hmm. you wanted to see it and she wants to see it because she loves rami malik did she see it no because i told her it was terrible <laughs> oh. <laughs> well on that note i think we should end guys thank you so much for putting up with our audio today or this episode um please check out anywhere you listen to podcasts we are there check out www.poppoorview.com at poppoorview is our social media we are on patreon please become a member and we would love you forever 
and check out TitanCast, and we will see you next time, hopefully, with better audio. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.